0: Hey guys, uh, this is Kate, and this is In Between Naps. On this episode, I had the privilege to talk to my friend Lucia. She is a mom in Spain, and we got to meet um, under really cool circumstances. So here's our little love story before, so you can kind of understand our dynamic, I suppose. So... Both of our husbands are film composers and they met at some seminar or something and they ended up hitting it off. And so while they were, her husband and her were living in Amsterdam at the time and while they were in Los Angeles, we were like, hey, let's double date. So we went on a double date and we were at this really nice restaurant all hanging out and me and her already had a lot in common And actually, as couples, we've had a lot in common. They were both film composers. We were both in fashion and the same age. And, you know, there was a lot of similarities between us. So me and her kind of hit it off. And um, both of us weren't drinking at dinner. And finally, they blurted out and they were like, hey, um, we're pregnant and we can't drink. And I was like, oh, my God, at that point, we were, too. So we were both pregnant both worked in fashion both husbands worked as film composers so really it was like a lot of similarities and we ended up becoming friends throughout our whole pregnancy and now in motherhood um via instagram and so here is a conversation between us that's looking at her journey in getting pregnant and then our journey of going into motherhood and birth and all the ways to look at birth and you know the differences between Europe and America and to when we were talking throughout our pregnancies it was just really interesting seeing America where we were very hyper vigilant about going to the doctor and all the tests and all of that were in Amsterdam they were much more laid back um, so As an American, it was very interesting to kind of see. And now she has a beautiful daughter. And I love watching her, too. So, here you go, guys. Hey there! Hello! How are you, my dear? Well, thank you for coming. Because I literally... So, I originally tried to do the episode on pregnancy. And I was like, it's so boring by myself. Like, I was (laughs) literally like... Yeah, no. Like pregnancy is so different for each person. Yeah, and I I was like, it's more interesting because I went through it with you, and yeah, (laughs) it was it was kind of random. So I thought I would start by asking a few questions. Of course, of course. Um, so how did you find out you were pregnant? Um, I
1: don't know. I just had this gut feeling. We had not been trying for that long but my period was a bit delay and I just it was like late on a Sunday night and I told Oli, Oli, I really think I'm pregnant so he ran to the pharmacy came back with three different types of pregnancy tests and of course yeah you're like then I found out but I think yeah just I could tell myself somehow it's weird
0: I know you're very in tune with your body it seems (laughs) (laughs) just so you guys weren't trying long or anything no, it was the
1: first cycle.
0: Holy um, shit. We were
1: very, very lucky. I'm kind of thinking to myself, oh God, good think I've
0: used protection for the last ten years. I know, seriously. I'm like, you would have you're like super yeah. fertile apparently. Me and yeah. Nima, it only took like four four like That's cycles or cute. whatever. But that was like pretty good because I was getting mm-hmm. super pissed by the end. Like <laughs> I literally I guess I'm like instant gratification type of thing where and I feel like we're all like told like you have sex and then like you get pregnant and so I was like okay like why isn't this working and so (laughs) finally it worked but by like month three I was sitting in my bathroom crying and I was like why isn't this working and then the next month it worked but yeah (laughs) it's usually like that (laughs) yeah exactly we had to like do the P tracking tests and everything but okay. I think that's just because I was a freak and totally researched the shit out of it and <laughs> was like I don't want to do this anymore because it took my mom four years to get pregnant oh wow because me and Nemo would like argue because I would force sex on him <laughs> I was like we're doing it now <laughs> it's usually the other way around <laughs> I, <laughs> no no not not for this time because <laughs> it was so often yeah but, yeah yeah. So did you get any morning sickness or anything or it was just like your body was like hey you're pregnant?
1: Um I don't think it was the morning sickness. I just I think I was only late for, by a week but I could feel my uh breasts quite um tense. Uh-huh. And did you get uh, that with
0: your period normally or that was just like a No, not yeah, so no. me either. No,
1: it was I don't know. I just felt different and since we had tried I thought why not? I'm kind of late anyway, so it's it's likely.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's neat. That's neat. Mm-hmm. Soul Soul was an easy one. See, she's been easy yep. from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> she always knew. So you were working out until pretty deep in your pregnancy, right?
1: Um You yeah, were doing yeah. yoga
0: quite often, I remember.
1: Yes. Um, um I think I think that was a tip I would give any pregnant women. And I am, um, that's the tip I'm giving at the moment. Because um, it just made me feel really good. It wasn't up till really, really at the end. And I had a huge belly that I felt I went for massage sessions, pregnancy right. massage sessions. Throughout the whole time, I felt I was quite in good shape and I felt good. And um, I mean, on the first trimester, I had to travel lots for work. So I think, thanks yeah, I to remember the- that, I, I managed
0: yeah totally totally i know i felt the same way like i worked out until like six and a half months and i really felt like that was like you don't really totally want to but it made it made it better
1: yeah i mean for for us i I think i worked up to six weeks before my due date and she came um four days early but we did move countries a week and a half before my due date
0: (laughs) (laughs) you haven't You've made everything so, quite hard. Now you've moved with an infant. What, you moved when she was six months?
1: Yeah, exactly. The so heck? I think my head was just somewhere else. My body was just getting on with it, to be right. honest.
0: Yeah, that's really Nothing good.
1: major was happening, so I was I was
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, how, so you went into natural labor, which I did not. Yeah. So what was that like? whole situation? Because I, I was really looking. Like, you just wrote me and you were like, hey, I had her. I'm like, oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> um, it was so I think about three
1: in the morning in the morning I started getting cramps and all my life I've had really, really terrible periods.
0: Me too, me too.
1: I was like, wow, this feels like a period, but but I'm not but you know, like I, I know this feeling. Right. Um but they were okay. And then, you know, they were coming more and more to the point where my dad came to pick us up. We were in the city. And he said, "Do you want to come to ours and like hang out a bit longer, or do you want to stop by the hospital that's just there?" And I said, "No, let's let's go home. I wanna I wanna hang out in the garden." Also, I took it very seriously. They, at least in Spain here, they tell you you shouldn't go to the hospital until you have contractions every five minutes for an hour, unless you broke waters. That's how so- ours is
0: too. And Nima, I was always so worried because Nima's such a freak, and he like. I knew the first contraction I had, he would be like, okay, we're going to the hospital. And yeah. I'm like, no, we're not. Like, yeah. just chill.
1: Ollie was like, you know, as a proper Swiss man, he was counting and calculating the contractions. And he was like, no, we can't go yet. It's like, he has gone down again. You know, oh my God. <laughs> But it wasn't until uh, five in the afternoon, in the evening that, that day that I got to the hospital and within, 5.15 and then like a quarter to six, I was
0: done. <laughs> oh, my God. That's pretty amazing. That is really amazing. I arrived
1: and I was uh, I was already 10 centimeters, completely dilated.
0: So you went um, through the whole thing with nothing, basically.
1: Yeah, I have no
0: idea how that happened. But Wait, did you – you gave birth with no epidural too? Like there was just no nothing? There wasn't any time. I mean, within oh, yeah, a matter that's... of 30 minutes
1: of arriving to the hospital, she was born that's that's like checking me
0: because I, I literally got there they were like okay here bed done yeah exactly <laughs> no that's
1: that's what they did they were like because i came in and i was like i was animalistic i was like shouting like a cow i had to ask for a for a for a wheelchair and they were like oh i could tell in their faces they were thinking oh classic moni right younger girl come on get a grip what's your id number and i'm like it's coming out of me (laughs) and then then they checked me and and they looked at each other and said i'm touching the heads and i said i told you
0: it's coming god that's insane that's pretty crazy that's i mean you roughed it out you're like one of the only girls that i know that actually did the whole thing completely natural but it wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't intentional. <laughs> I
1: no. like I was like, you know, I was like, oh, if I can do it, you know, I, I don't see why I should use, I'd need to use an epidural. Yeah. Uh, but let's see, you know, I was always super open, super open. I did go throughout the whole pregnancy in Am- in Amsterdam, in Holland, and they're like hardcore um, anti-epidural, all about natural. It's LA is really too. And, and they were like. And I don't know, I just had in my head that it was going to be so, so, so tough that by the time I got to the hospital, I
0: thought I still had like
1: six or seven
0: hours left. Right. When <laughs> I gave birth. Yeah. Did you have any of the contractions that were like stomach tightening? Everybody tells um, me about these and I'm like, I never had them. Like mine were just period cramps from hell. I think mine were more period cramps from
1: hell. Yeah. Yeah, because. But I mean, it got to a point where I I, rem- I remember I was in my in my parents' um, living room, lying on the sofa, and I I was in a complete. Um, it felt like a complete. I was in a high, like I was like, out away. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so maybe I did have them, and honestly, I could have not
0: realized. That's crazy. That's literally like our bodies taking over and just being like, I got this. Yeah, we're gonna. And I'm gonna do this. My yoga teacher kept telling me you'll have to
1: surrender you need to learn to surrender your body knows what they're doing and and i just had your body knows what it's doing i I just had that in my head and i genuinely surrendered yeah you're spirit.
0: like we're just gonna do this okay yeah because that's i like had the opposite side so they like had to induce me or yeah i think america's really big on inducing Okay. To be honest, like I've been seeing a lot of people inducing, and I really think it's just because it's on the doctor's schedule. To that's, be honest, that's
1: how it does. Um, in I think in Spain and in general in Europe, for example, I did have a private insurance, but I did choose to give birth through the public system. Right. Because it's it's as good, and you're basically whoever's on the clock working is gonna. whenever you are ready you'll give birth then it's not like in the uh, private sector where there's someone that has been helping you throughout the whole process and that's the person you're giving birth with right so that's the reason why i chose to go public health because um because i wanted to take my time i didn't want a deadline you know
0: yeah no totally like i feel like i loved my obg because she was like a no-bullshit russian woman so like i think (laughs) she was really what i like needed as like my backbone for like nima freaking out and then like her being like she's fine just suck it up yeah but i also think it was very much like a like we are going to get it done like like she she induced me the day after my due date yeah i was like can we just like let me rock for a little bit and like yeah but it was like no you have to do it i think that's because
1: we've been talking um about the difference um, culturally, right, right, and I think that's one of the main ones because you don't have such a thing as public health system, right, in the states. Totally. Therefore, you don't have the option. I mean,
0: totally. And it's like, I mean, we paid five grand out of pocket just to give birth, and that doesn't even count. Crazy. Like, that was five grand just to the hospital, and then I think we paid something like another two grand just to our OBG to do the, the circumcision, circumcision and. So it's like first of all, I wouldn't know how the F the people that don't have the money to like fork up yeah. for that do that. And it's like the insurance is insane. But the whole thing, it's like I don't know. It was it was kind of a really expensive journey for for all it of is. that. And then like the whole like getting induced was weird because like they give you these little pills. Mm -hmm. and they were like empty pills it was just like a little powder at the bottom and Mm -hmm. those threw me into like i think i was in labor prior to that but they like threw me into like deep labor okay like straight up like i went from zero to 60 okay and then i actually gave birth like 12 hours earlier than my doctor thought i was like they called her and they were like hey kate's about to give birth like her water broke like she's 10 centimeters like she She needs, like, three pushes, and she's none. Mm -hmm. And the doctor was like, no, 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 she's not ready. And I'm like, no, I totally, totally am. (laughs) So she, like, was like, okay, I'll brush my teeth and come in. And literally, like, she brushed her teeth, and that was, like, it. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was, she walked in, and it was, like, push, push, and that was it. But I went the epidural route, and I really knew, like, the whole time, I was, I am what they made epidurals for. Yeah. <laughs> like I am that person. It <laughs> wouldn't have done effect for me. <laughs> I know. No, and it was like honestly like the scarier part of things because I was shaking convulsively like the whole time and Yeah. Like I've never gone under or had an anesthesia or Same. anything. I
1: think I was more scared about getting it um injected. Yeah. About the Peter old and giving birth, to be honest.
0: <laughs> well, they fucked up mine. So like it was scary. Like I remember them putting the needle in and like I can feel them like hitting each vertebrae down and I'm like, dude, this isn't right. This isn't right. Like and they kept wow. trying. It was it was not fun. But Yeah, I can imagine. But then you it's I have heard it's
1: really tough to have um Uh, if you're induced to give birth without a epidural because it's really painful my friend two weeks ago she just basically had the same process as you and um she said the minute I got the epidural on I just felt that I had I was a bit more in control for (laughs) sure I, I was in so much pain
0: well and I think like like how you were saying with yours like when you had your contractions it was like you were like sporadic yeah where it would be like for me
1: the thoughts sort of like it was it was amazing because i was like okay i want to die right now but i know this is going to go <laughs> and yes. then i can get strength my strength back and then it'll come again totally and it'll continue like this till
0: it's over right i so kept mentally- thinking like temporary like i kept saying yeah. like okay this is like a temporary thing that's going to happen like mm-hmm. at the end it will be fine do, do you think your yoga helped you with that yeah for sure because right from the
1: beginning, they were doing all sorts of um, postures um, interesting that were Sorry. all about opening and lengthening and
0: opening, you know? Right, right. Do you think that helped, so, like, with yeah, comfort? Yeah,
1: like, I- ideally, I would have wanted to give birth probably um, not lying down, I think, but... Um, really? Has-
0: yeah. <laughs> Wait, tell me your, your other option.
1: Here In America, have, we like, don't have those call, options. Like, <laughs> a Dutch chair, so you kind of like sit on it, and then it's got like a. You have to Google it. It's, it's on oh Twitter, Twitter. Oh, so it's like, like a when you kind of
0: thing, like you would just you know like how sit how and there's a hole. I don't
1: know if you've you ever been to India. You know how they sit down. there.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, so like that. So we did a lot of work on the muscles towards that and opening. Apparently, that's the best way. And also, if you think about it, um, um, how do you call it? Because of the, um, the, the way, gravity. The-
0: yeah, gravity, exactly. It, it's funny because in our birthing class, they said how like women in the farm, they used to like squat and have their kid. Exactly. Squats. That's how I ideally would have liked it. But so, and that's what I kind of
1: like was practicing towards during right, my right. yoga class, breathing and squatting. But then, um, all had two rounds of um, umbilical cord around her neck so they really had to get their hands in there I think so So they made me lie down
0: (laughs) you were just like fine whatever at that point you already went so deep
1: they had like I had like my knees up here and there is no way I would have uh, (laughs) been able to do that if I hadn't been doing all that yoga
0: that's true that's true we had did you have nurses in there with you? Or was it just yeah, you, the doctor, midwives. and Ollie? No. The, I, what? I, I don't
1: know. I counted like five people at one time. Holy shit. But it's because it was, I think they saw it as an emergency. Right. They were like, this girl should come in. She's about to be give birth. She could have given birth, birth in the in the car, basically. Right. And it's like, there was, um how do you call it? The doctor for the baby's brain and stuff.
0: Neurologist. Um,
1: Yeah, Uh she was even there. You know what I mean? Like they were all like so ready because they knew it was going to go really fast, and the midwife and Jack are not not gynecologist, but yeah, it was it was okay. A packed room. (laughs) Yeah, it was packed. (laughs) I think they were a bit worried for me. They couldn't. They were like, "Hold on a minute, is this your first child?" I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like, "What? You're a
0: hero!" (laughs) uh, Seriously, that's I'm like. I don't know if it's just because you are, like, a generally peaceful person that, like, think very it's, mindful.
1: Yeah. Or it's because
0: Ollie was like, no, you're not going. <laughs> Your contractions weren't right.
1: No, I think it was both, to be honest. I was very, I don't know, I felt like I was in control of my body. I am a very positive person. I probably was extremely lucky with the whole process that i didn't have any problems throughout so i was confident right right um, i don't know I, I think i was confident I, I i felt confident and i honestly thought he was i honestly thought i had like six hours
0: left yeah you're like that wasn't that bad it's fine <laughs> yeah i know i think i've always like what maybe next time i'll be able to just like pop naturally <laughs> but like the the pain like it was like hyped up yeah because i went i went five centimeters before i got an epidural and i mean i puked seven times but it wasn't like like the movies and you see and they're like like i didn't i never felt like that i was just like holy shit i wish this period would go away
1: Yeah, exactly. That was the same for me. I was like, I feel, I feel that I'm mentally able to control this because it's going to go away and then something wonderful is going to come
0: out of it. Totally, totally. Yeah, that's, and I felt like I kept trying to like hold strong because I was like, okay, I'm not going to get an epidural until like five or six. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. And then I, I surrendered at five, but literally i was like it it wasn't so bad i really think my biggest mess up was my doctor told me you can eat oh before an epidural uh before uh induction yeah fun fact you shouldn't so nima even ordered food to deliver at the hospital so he ordered like i think we had chinese food or something (laughs) And so literally I had like fried rice and I puked every single grain of rice that I physically ate. And I was like, okay, like, is it because I had Chinese food and I like shouldn't do that before birth? Like, I remember in classes they were like, don't eat. But my OBG was like, eat. So I ate and then I puked. So I think if I didn't eat, I probably wouldn't have puked. (laughs) seven times yeah of course probably I'm like probably. so I feel like that made have made a little little worse yeah. but <laughs> other than that I really felt like giving birth maybe because like we didn't really have it terrible like both of our pregnancies were pretty damn easy
1: no I think we were very lucky yeah, yeah that was totally. like but yeah I feel like 80% of women are like us you know what I mean totally it's just that sadly you hear a lot of the bad stories and that's what makes women
0: scared you know totally totally like my mom because back when i mean fun fact we're like the same age and everything and yeah so like <laughs> when my mom was pregnant back then they only did one ultrasound at four months wow and the ultrasounds were terrible she actually gave me it and it looks like an x-ray like it's like on like a flimsy x-ray sheet and uh-huh. you can't even tell it, it's a baby to be honest so it really? was like really bad but my mom was like a nervous pregnant woman the whole time because in that ultrasound they were saying like her legs are super long and it's not proportional to her body oh no so they she like freaked out the whole time she was like i had nightmares the whole time and da-da-da. and i know a lot of mums that were like nervous during their whole pregnancy And it was totally blissful for me. Yeah, same. I think I didn't even think about, like, the actual... I guess... I didn't even think about the actual, like, having the kid, like, life. Because I was so stoked about just...
1: Yeah, I was so well informed about pregnancy, giving birth, and everything. that The advice of giving friends now is it's great to be prepared about all of that but also read up a little bit when the baby comes (laughs)
0: totally i think like i don't know what it was like i definitely got my ass handed to me when jude came like i don't know if i was just like you said like so educated on like the pregnancy and what is going to happen all through that like that i was like what am i doing wrong
1: yeah, for sure. I was like, okay, I guess there's no point in having such a brave um, birthing experience if you're then a bit like lost when the
0: baby comes. What the fuck do I do with this?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of instincts, and you you work it out with your partner and stuff. But I I do wish I had read a little bit more about uh, feeding, sleeping. I don't know, just general
0: right like I feel like now what they're like 10 months old like I got it like for now I'm like I understand now and I understand (laughs) the prior (laughs) steps to get to now because I think like now with them like figuring stuff out I'm like oh this was you just figuring out life like yeah it wasn't me doing anything because I Jude was the first baby I held yeah
1: I think I might have heard one of two, but no no newborns.
0: No. no, Like, so they hand you this, and it's like, what? What is yeah. this? And then I think I had, like, a extra thing where, like, I was dealing with a cultural difference of how to raise yeah. a child. So, like, in the Persian culture, they're a lot more involved, where, like, mm-hmm. in America, like, it's very much like the mom figures it out by herself. And so... Mm-hmm. We had a little bit of a, a power struggle there. But other than that, like, I really had no fucking clue on what to do with Jude. Mm-hmm. Like, at, at all. At all. I knew I wanted to breastfeed, so I took a whole bunch of classes on that. Like, you did too, right? Uh, no, not for breastfeeding. You didn't take any classes in it? Did you have a what? lactation lady at the hospital? She, yeah, a lactation lady came over. Um, she
1: kind of like touched my boobs and she said, oh, you're not going to have a problem with your milk. You're going to have lots of milk. Um, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Like this really funny old, old midwife. Um, and then she was right. Actually, my milk came and and she took it fine and it was all okay. And I did have tons of milk. <laughs> so
0: yeah. I, of <laughs> I know us too. I quit. So after I talked to you the other day and you were like, why are you still pumping? I was like, literally, why am I still pumping? And I was like, this is so dumb. I have a freezer full of milk right now. Jude doesn't give a shit about it. And so it's literally just in my freezer. And I'm like, so what do I do with it? That's why
1: I was like, I looked into donating because I was like, why not, you know?
0: (laughs) Right. Totally. Totally. Do you still
1: have a lot extra now or? No, not at all. Um, Now she breastfeeds like twice a day. It's never really standard. Sometimes it's like mid morning. Sometimes it's before bed. Oh, interesting.
0: Um, she she goes through. She,
1: yeah, she she does ask for it. It's it's still on demand. But she just loves solid food, really. That she, I mean, you put her bib on and
0: she goes. Mmm. Oh, she's so cute. <laughs> I know Jude's all about just solids too. Like he's constantly like snacking, and like we have fruits and stuff out always for him to nice pick on and graham crackers i don't really know if you should feed a kid graham crackers but i am so it's happening i didn't even know what they are they're like um like cinnamon crackers oh nice they're like little sticks and it's like the perfect um they're like the perfect size for him so he really enjoys them nice yeah yeah it's good Oh, I know which ones they are. Yeah. 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 He loves them. And we have, (laughs) like, boxes of them. And it's in the morning. I have a ritual where he has one of those, like, chairs that you put him in and Mm -hmm. they stand or whatever. And so I put him there and I give him graham crackers. And then I'm able to go peacefully get my coffee and deal with motherhood fresh out. (laughs) I'm like, I need coffee now. Mm. So when you were pregnant, I remember there was like the prenatals were totally different between Europe and here like you the were one, uh, like the vitamins oh yeah so you only took them in the beginning right is that how it was or did you take them throughout yeah. the whole no not at all I only took
1: what's the one you take they recommend you taking lactic acid, uh, lactic acid? folic folic acid, <laughs> <Lactic> <laughs> acid <is the> <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, guess we should all take vitamins. that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I got, I had folic acid and that was it. But I, I mean, if I had been in, okay, so when I then changed from being in Amsterdam to Madrid and I came to the doctor here, I went already straight to the hospital and she was in shock.
0: Yeah, I know. Believe,
1: I was like, I hadn't taken any vitamins. She couldn't believe I they hadn't done this other test. But Holland is known internationally for their um, particular way of um, dealing with all this.
0: Because they they were really lax with it all. Like, very relaxed. Totally.
1: Like, they didn't wait me. They didn't they didn't do a hunt. Honestly, so many things they've done to what my friends. What did you do? All, just all talk to do. them? Yeah, I mean, I never even saw a gynecologist. I just saw a midwife. Really? Yeah, they... They're very like giving birth is a natural thing. Uh, Women are equipped for it, and unless there is something wrong, you're not going to be treated like a patient. You'll be treated. You'll be helped along the way. That's Um, true. Hence, the really. I mean, I would go into the center, and it was like young, awesome, really cool midwives. Like it was so. so, I just felt really comfortable. Yeah, it just made me feel like. Yeah, of course I can do this. It's chill. Everything is going well. And if it doesn't, then I see a gynecologist. And then I need to worry, you know?
0: Right, right. That's such a cool approach to it instead of, like, yeah. the complete polar opposite. I think opposite. that's why
1: I approach pregnancy, in, uh, I mean, uh, birth in that way, to be honest.
0: No, totally. Uh, like, you were taught the whole the... time that you were, yeah. you got this. <laughs> like, you're yeah, made exactly. for it.
1: <laughs> from within, from the yoga and the just the Dutch culture around it, it was just course you can you're healthy you're young you've right got support why you of course you can do this
0: do you know like when they step in or no like because you never really had to go down yeah, that route
1: they evaluate your pregnancy um with numbers really yeah so they're actually very very conscious and careful at the beginning and then and you're really i remember once there was something with the heartbeat and they checked like within that week like three times to make sure so they are extremely careful, but I guess I was always on the very low, low risk. risk
0: in general. Uh huh. That's I mean, really. To neat. The
1: point where I would have been able to give birth at home.
0: Yeah, totally. You totally yeah, could like have, they, even though. Said, with the the umbilical cord, that would have been extra scary.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I wouldn't have anyway. I think this whole Dutch thing was brilliant, and you know, got my mindset in the in place. in the best way situation possible but at the end of the day i am spanish spain is um much more similar to the to the u.s in the right. culture around giving birth um so i did want to give birth in a hospital you know i wanted like to be there i wanted things just in case
0: right of course you never know like you had no idea that the umbilical cord was around her neck exactly. like there's no way exactly. to know
1: no because it wasn't like that i think a week before that i got the scan and then when I, there was just no time to get another scan when I arrived, you
0: know? Right, right. Yeah, that's crazy. That would have been so scary. Because I yes. was always like, I knew I wanted to avoid a C section. Yeah. But again, so. that's just because I've never been cut open. I think it's more just exactly. the fear of like, I don't want to be cut. Yeah. Less than but like.
1: Also, very like okay, ideally I would like it to be this way, but I'm so open to go anywhere it needs to go and, like, you know, my... Totally. I'm, yeah, like, whatever the doctor says.
0: Well, it's funny because here there's, like, a huge culture around, like, birth plans. And, mm-hmm. like, literally, I forget if we were, like, in a class or something. Yeah, I think it was the birth in class at the hospital. But they were, like, yeah, like, people are really attached to their birth mm-hmm. thing where they'll even hand the doctor a list and be like, I want this song playing, I want this to be happening, I want the lights down, all of this.
1: I think that's very trendy at the moment, to be honest.
0: But I felt like I already knew that this is a situation where, like, I have no control. Yeah. Like, I walked in knowing, like okay, like, if shit goes down, like, I'm not going to be like, no, I need the lights. This going. Yeah, Like, even in the birth class, they were teaching us and giving us homework that we would have to go home, pick a song, breathe to that song with you and your husband to, like, learn how to go through contractions. And, like, me and Nima just kind of thought it was bullshit from the beginning because I felt like... What am I going to have him play Philip Glass every time that I have a contraction? Like what? No, like it's not going to happen that way. Like, and I really don't see how that's going to make me more peaceful. You know? No. For me, it was more the birth class I did with the the pregnancy yoga
1: teacher. It was more about postures. Okay. Of how you could um, your husband your partner could help. Okay. More comfortable or relaxing. Yeah. Um, and that worked, that worked well, actually. Did Ollie, like, help you through all of that when you were... Yeah, yeah. Because at first we were at home and I had a really long shower. Then I went to my parents and I was doing yoga positions. You're so cute. A, <laughs> I have to send you. There's a photo of me on a yoga mat on my underwear.
0: I, need, to, to I need this. <laughs> I'm like, because that's... I can totally picture it. Like, you <laughs> at your parents, like... I'm surprised you weren't in the garden. My mom was about to have a heart attack. She's had two kids. So she was like, she's having
1: birth at home. Right. You're like, "Once I'm not going to get involved, but this this is happening.
0: I'm like, no, there's still a while. She's like, no, there isn't. (laughs) No, 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 no. See, there's the difference of Holland's birthing, coming in, fighting with the Spain. (laughs) And my mom is like. I mean, she's a yogi. She's like,
1: she didn't use a roll. Like, she doesn't take medicine. You know what I mean? Like, she's, right. she's a hippie. Right. <laughs> and, she, <laughs> and she was like, please, I beg you. Let's go
0: to the hospital. Please, please. It's time. It's time. Yeah. That's amazing. That So if you and Ollie had another one, you would do the same. Right. No regrets in the whole pregnancy thing? No. Yeah. Not
1: at all. I think I just love the idea of empowering people the woman throughout pregnancy and throughout birth agreed and and that's what i got from holland that it's just it's just amazing it makes you feel like okay you're healthy you don't have any illnesses you're young uh you've got support your pregnancy is an absolute like it's going perfectly your child is healthy there is no need
0: to worry you know yeah that's 100 percent how it should go for sure
1: And I think that attitude was was just great. It just made me feel like, of course I can do this, you know?
0: Right, totally, totally. I know, I, I like, that was my favorite part, was, like, just being like, okay, cool, my body's cool, it's making this thing, like, we're doing this together, I'm tired, I'm gonna take a nap. But it's, like, all this time where it's focused strictly on you and the baby. Yeah, I almost miss having a bit of that. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude. Just a nap. <laughs> I know, I remember, like, now I feel guilty. Yesterday I took a nap. And I felt yeah. guilty after it. Because I'm sitting there just being like, oh, I should be doing laundry. And I should be, you know, I could totally mop the floors. Or like, da-da-da-da. All this stuff that I totally should be doing. But yeah. in reality, dude, I needed a nap. But yeah, when I was pregnant, it was like, I didn't give a shit. Like, I'm taking a nap. Oh God, I
1: was the queen of shop Saba when I was pregnant.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like I, was... I got, like, breakfast
1: delivered to bed almost every day. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> See? Yeah. In a little tray with legs. Oh, my God. I love you.
0: That's amazing. That's... <laughs> yeah, I remember I had this, like, whole ritual. I would, like, wake up, like, when I woke up and I would go make cereal and, like, sit by myself and we... We have like this really cute um, breakfast nook area in our kitchen. And it like looks out into like our rose garden area. And I would just like peacefully sit there by myself. And now it's just like, wow, that was really nice. Yeah, (laughs) that was that was really nice because I don't do that anymore. Now I share a smoothie with Jude. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And he he begs Does soul beg? No, she's starting
1: to point. So she knows if she points at something, she's likely for me to ask whether she wants that or not.
0: Right. Jude literally just. (laughs) Really? Jude, I like get the smoothie maker out and I'll like make a smoothie and he'll instantly start doing that. (laughs) And I was like, dude, you know, you're going to get half of it. Like, I don't understand why we're doing this. Like, I can't eat in front of him right now because literally that's what he does
1: oh god like
0: so funny i i'm trying to still eat in front of him and then like give him pieces of it so he just realizes that like we're we're both eating like mom has to eat too but he's very very beggy oh
1: that's so funny
0: i would i would categorize Jude as demanding but (laughs) it it's totally fine I have learned to figure it out. I'm just making (laughs) sure. Oh, you know what I wanted to ask you about? Because you're like the only person I know that did them. Those perineal massages. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's another Dutch thing. Yes. Well, I totally bought the almond oil or whatever it was. Yeah. I didn't do it as often as I should have, but... How did how did they introduce this to you and pitch it and was it um, worth it?
1: Well everything they introduced to me was in the most, most casual manner. Like they they wouldn't wear like white um jackets or anything. They were like, you know, with Converse jeans, little hoodie. Shut they were like up. professional midwives, but they were so chill and they'll be like, Yeah, maybe you can start looking into this, you know, they'll write down a few numbers or maybe some oils they recommend and then um, yeah, there's this and that video, or you could just follow these instructions. Here's a printout. Cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, Dude. You know.
0: So cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh and my then, God. I want and you then to I be just, pregnant yeah. in America. I want you to be pregnant in America and just.
1: So <laughs> I would probably. Well, I don't know. I would probably. You would probably I, go straight to midnight The thought of paying that much for giving birth when I have.
0: No shit. The opportunity here, and not to pay. No, you should talk. No shit. Me and Nemo were both we're, we're pondering the idea of moving to Canada right now. Nice. And Canada has free healthcare too, and yeah. it's just just madness to me the idea of it. I'm like, oh my god! So you yeah. could like go and just give birth, and yeah. like that's just it. Like <laughs> they don't send you a bill later.
1: It's amazing. I mean. What it what it's amazing is that you don't have it in America. To be honest,
0: no, totally. To- I agree completely. I heard that mm. in England, because mm-hmm. England's the same way.
1: Yeah, they have the national health insurance NHS. Yeah,
0: but apparently, I was watching. I forget what I was watching, but they were talking about how people get really pissed when pregnant people come when they're like really, really pregnant, because they're always thinking like you are going to give birth here for free and then just leave. Oh, I see, and I was like, "Damn, I wish I did that." Oh, of course, yeah. You do <laughs> I'm get like, that. why didn't I do that? That was dumb.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very tricky, but people do take advantage of the of the health insurance that you have in places in Europe.
0: Right. I'm like, really. it would have been cheaper for me and Nima to fly yeah. to London and give birth there, and then they would yeah. have their citizenship there too. Question mark. Um, it depends on the country, actually. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So, how often did you do those massages?
1: I think you're supposed to do them from week thirty-four, and I think it's—I I believe there was every day, but I obviously and didn't do it every day. Right. But my husband loved the idea.
0: <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure so it's was a like, nice but, way for uh, them it, to be involved. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> "It's time. Here's the oil." <laughs> Yeah, really? Ollie. well, so TMI question. Did you guys, you guys had sex up until the end, right? No,
1: not up till the end. No, no. No? No, I didn't fancy it up. On the third trimester, I didn't fancy it at all.
0: Mine was the exact opposite. Really? Literally, I was like a 16-year-old boy at that point. Like <laughs> anything, anything and everything at that point was... Well. Yeah, I was like, dude, I wish I was down for it. Pregnancy porn, I would have been so into it. (laughs) Like, I was like, this is my calling. I I feel like that would be it. I remember telling her friend about I was like, you know, I have all of these ideas that I feel like I could write really great porn right now. Like, as a pregnant woman, like, I know what they want. And I was just total opposite. Like, that's no i wasn't into it i think me and Nima... but it was also
1: really really hot in madrid it was like up to 40 42 degrees celsius which i have no idea how much it is on fahrenheit but boiling hot and we were in the city so it was like you know not a sexy just... time <laughs> sticky. you just feel that you can barely move with that belly already i was like no
0: no don't touch me <laughs> no <laughs> nope, i was i think up until like four days before wow yeah but then like after it it was like no like now (laughs) i'm like don't where pregnancy it was i guess sometimes people are just they say that's a that's a side side effect of pregnancy is apparently turning into a 16 year old boy (laughs) (laughs) Yes, apparently (laughs) maybe it's because i was making a boy maybe it could have been soul <laughs> is just much more of a delicate ladylike yeah. figure <laughs> <Blabber>. <laughs> yeah. yeah totally yeah. totally but so what was your favorite part of pregnancy
1: um I think I think just realizing how powerful women are that we can make another human being
0: yeah with
1: the person then we give birth to it and then we and then our body continues working because we feed them yeah totally 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 for me i was like "Fuck, i can do all this like women are incredible
0: yeah no they how,
1: how you know how
0: <laughs> how did this happen
1: i was actually... so that feeling yeah that feeling of like wow
0: total empowerment of like got it yeah yeah because that's something you don't really feel as a woman when you're like 20
1: no not at all. and you're like not, in college and... it doesn't even cross your mind yeah you don't underestimate your body completely
0: totally totally and it's such a simple act to like be able yeah. to do that i remember tracking through the whole pregnancy like with the silly apps with the fruit sizes and yeah. it would just blow my damn mind yeah like i was like How were you a cherry last week and now you're an orange? Like, how (laughs) did this happen? Physically, like, I don't understand. I was actually thinking this morning, like, you know that um, whole physics theory where, like, you can't create or destroy mass? Yeah. Yes, you can. (laughs) Women do it every single pregnancy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you take the most minuscule shit and then it, like, turns into a human I.
1: it's amazing for me it just felt really great i don't know
0: yeah me too i hope everybody has happy yeah. pregnancies because yeah it's a fun time yeah yeah and it's the also, one time that your body you're, you can have like a big big old stomach and nobody can say shit yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> no if anything they love it so i know they're, they're
0: like, like you're so cute yeah it's not so fun after no, not at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. And did they were they strict on weight gain for you in Europe? On what? Sorry. Uh, weight gain, like gaining weight.
1: Not at all. They didn't. They didn't weight me at all. I I don't even know exactly how much I gain. Seriously. Um, I don't. I honestly don't know how much I gain. I, I don't really have. The, I don't really weight myself regularly. Yeah, me, So
0: me either. Uh, mine's always like a guesstimate.
1: Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, I knew I couldn't go back into my Levi's for a while. Yeah. But I'm on them now. Yeah. A bit on coffee, but high <laughs> They were you
0: know? <laughs> They were. Yeah, because yeah, they were really, they were like 30 pounds. That's it. Like, that's all you can really do. And I actually, like, I remember, because they weighed us every single time really? we walked in. Really? And, um. Yeah halfway through I was at like 15 pounds so I was like hell yeah I got this and then I was at like 25 pounds like almost done and then in the last like three weeks it was like 10 pounds and wow but I think a lot of it's like the water and all of that but yeah. Yeah. um yeah they were like super into it I hated it
1: no no they, they didn't even know how much I weighed i think maybe they did it on not they didn't actually in amsterdam they didn't <laughs> you're like no nope. no i think if they see you healthy you know what i mean and if they right and you're overall healthy they they don't worry
0: well i feel like that's like a general like no woman really wants to be weighed no and especially weekly <laughs> like, no that's no. not neat honestly yeah that's
1: illegal i'm uh, sorry they shouldn't
0: allow that that's how i feel too because especially like women are raised naturally to be like don't weigh too much and yeah. it's like by the end i was bigger than i've ever been and you're yeah. only like looking at this number and you're like holy mm. shit what am i gonna do but like you forget that there's a baby in there and that will come out yeah. and all of that but yeah, I feel like that's like a really mean practice.
1: They only did it actually, I've just remembered. So they didn't do it in Amsterdam at all. But when I we moved to Spain on my first um hospital appointment, which was with a gynecologist, then they waited for me.
0: Well, that's probably because they wanted to know everything about you since
1: Yeah. <laughs> they were like you What happened? Six
0: weeks before you give birth. I know. Yeah, that was pretty wild. That was pretty Ballsy. I give you props for that. I was like, we're not doing any movement whatsoever. I did my last business trip at 35 weeks pregnant. Wow. But uh, after that, I was grounded.
1: No, for me, I I think uh, 34 is the limit that you can travel, get on a plane. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Actually, hold on. Yeah, I think, no, 34, 35, I can't remember, but there is, like, a law here, and they don't allow you to travel after that.
0: Yeah, ours was, I think it was 36, so I, like, slide it in. Yeah. Like, I remember my doctor, like, Nima kept asking over and over again, like, we have this business trip, can she still go? And she's like, yeah, she's healthy, she's fine.
1: Mm. And
0: then it was, like... Okay, you can't travel after that because my mm-hmm. mom had a court case and they wanted me to come in mm-hmm. July. <laughs> it was like, no, no, way. just a solid no. Like I'm no. not happening.
1: I do remember traveling on the
0: first trimester was horrible. I know. And you were going to Asia and everything all the time. Yeah, you were going I went so to, often.
1: I went to Asia twice and I did like five Europe trips and we went to L.A.
0: Yeah, so that I was did nuts.
1: Long, three long haul f- flights and then about five short distance ones.
0: Yeah, and in...
1: that was awful. That that I don't recommend on anyone. If you just just
0: say your doctor says you're not allowed, <laughs> you're like just lie and say no because that's not. <laughs> yeah, because I remember being like, I don't know how you're doing that because I had a bit of morning sickness, and so I like just laid low. For yeah,
1: for me, I was I was never physically sick. But the plain, the plain food smell was the worst thing I've experienced.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's it's never good. But I
1: never physically threw up. So it was, I mean, I can't complain at all. I know some women that have terrible experiences, but still, I remember it as horrible.
0: Yeah, I never actually puked, but I remember, like, we had uh, an office at that point, and I remember like not going in
1: no. like most
0: of the days because I could work from home. So I was like, exactly. I'm just going to work from home instead because I don't really want to do that because I feel sick. Yeah, of course. And I think that was like the beginning of like, for me, I feel like pregnancy really taught me to put myself first with mm-hmm. all of that. And so like me not feeling well, I was like, I'm not feeling well. I'm chilling. Yeah. Yeah. I was
1: very like that as well. Yeah, I think. And I used to cycle to work, and I did cycle till pretty late. But then eventually, I took an Uber every day.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like like, screw it. Fuck this shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna get run over. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. Even with the belly, they're still gonna hit you, and it's just not. Yeah, no, I was just very like, "Mm, I'm good. And I remember in my first trimester, I got like this really big job. Where I got hired to do the menu for this really, like, big remember chain. You telling
1: me about this, yeah. And
0: they were a pain in the ass. And every two seconds, they would have a revision or do this or do that. And I was, like, just handling it between naps. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, I'll get to it in, like, a little bit. But they were, like, really a lot. But it worked well because that allowed me to stay home. That's awesome. Totally. Like I was like, oh, all of my files are here. So I'm going to do it here and just not go (laughs) to work because we had to do the, well, everybody does the no telling anybody for 12 weeks. Yeah. So like I just basically avoided everybody for 12 weeks and like chilled at home.
1: (laughs) You're lucky you could go into um,
0: hibernation. (laughs) Yeah 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 remember
1: nice. they'll be like on work trips they'll be like you sure you don't want to come out for dinner and I'm like no I'm good because we <laughs> no. you know the suppliers will take us out and for drinks and they'll show off to like nice restaurants and stuff and I remember just being no I'm really exhausted yeah. <laughs> but I still have to sometimes so I had to tell one of my colleagues before those 12 weeks so I needed someone because I mean you know the culture here like they yeah. were literally pouring me wine constantly
0: right 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 right
1: I had to tell one of my really good friends who was a colleague, like, I need, I need backup. I'm pregnant. <laughs> you need to help me out.
0: Oh my God. Did she drink the drinks for you, like a good friend? Yeah. Oh, that girl.
1: She did. That's pretty. And that's a good friend. Raw fish and meat and all the sushi and all that all around the world for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. Was it hard telling your work? That you were pregnant? Like, did you get any uh, shit from that? or No, not at all. No. They were just like, okay, cool? Yeah. Yeah, it was perfectly fine. That's pretty nice. Because that would yeah. always be like, I'm my own boss. So that would be like a huge fear of mine to be like.
1: No, but I think that's, again, like, very a huge cultural difference. Um, here in Europe, like, I feel like bosses are scared to say anything they shouldn't um we're starting so to get like that the, the minute a woman is pregnant is like you know throw in the red carpet
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> nice then you yeah. should tell <laughs> before 12 weeks <laughs> yeah <laughs> just be like I'm so pregnant right I told them actually I told them when I was about
1: three months pregnant I waited because Christmas was coming up and I was taking two weeks off uh-huh so then I thought I'll, I'll just wait Till after
0: Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, because that was that was always like a a big I was even nervous to tell my clients to be honest. Really? Because not because they would think of me different. But I think now looking back, it's like being a mom like I understand that it's harder working for yourself. Mm -hmm. And so like, I feel like it was like kind of like a like, okay, she's gone. Mm-hmm. type of thing instead of like yeah. she's totally gonna balance this
1: yeah yeah i think half of the population manages so
0: yeah to- totally and it's like i totally manage it it's just different yeah of course like now I, think- I work between apps that's it
1: yeah i there's something really nice about um kind of like reorganizing your priorities priorities as well you know i think you and me are very lucky that we love what we do so yeah you know we love being a man but actually we our job is almost our hobby we we love it you know (laughs) so that's right right totally we're super lucky in that sense
0: right like sometimes I'll just be able to like hop on the computer and draw and then like that equals money you know like where it's not like I have to go to a job to like be an accountant and
1: or a job you don't like or a job you're not respected you know what I mean like that can be really tough like going in somewhere you hate
0: right totally and I think for me it's like really nice seeing like Nima loves his job too yeah and same for Ollie like they have the same job but like it's a fun creative environment yeah (laughs) I'm like I think it's lucky that that we have that no really like better position really seriously are you looking to go back to work or um I was (laughs) and (laughs) I
1: think I'm ready to go back to work I would love something that feels a little bit more freelance something that I'm not away from home five days a week with long hours and that's usually how fashion tends to be I feel Um, like COVID's
0: kind of directing it a new way though
1: that's the thing that I don't know I just I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason and I've just started a course on something that it's not my career at the moment but it's related and I thought you know you gotta keep your doors open see where it goes totally that allows me to work project-based rather than full-time in a company
0: right and you, know, you already have like a, that, you know, a background that supports it it's
1: exactly. not like you're going in no no of course not of course not
0: <laughs> cold yeah yeah it's so funny like once i had jude i was like i want to be a lactation specialist like which is (laughs) totally rogue for like from fashion to that like it's not logical and then i found out you had to like have a nursing degree and stuff and i was like yeah i'm not not doing that like no no but if i didn't have to i would totally go into that
1: yeah yeah it must be really interesting
0: yeah yeah that would be cool but I don't want to be a nurse, so no. <laughs> I can't. As great as they are, I can't. Yeah, but well, I'll go let you go back to your life. I'm sure you want wine since Sol is asleep. All right, head mask. Not a girl. See, this is how you know we're on totally different time zones is I'm drinking coffee and you're drinking wine. Nice. Yeah, I'm like on my first coffee. That's why I'm nice. alone. <laughs> But at least I got to sleep in. Yeah, that's so good. Well, happy Mother's Day, my dear. Thank you so much. Even though it's not not in Spain, Spain, right? No, I
1: find this hilarious. It's different dates everywhere in the world. Like England has a different day than America, than Spain, than Switzerland.
0: Yeah, it's very weird. Very Mm -hmm. weird. Well, happy American. (laughs) Happy American Mother's Day. Yes. (laughs) Well, have a good day and. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. I can't wait to put it all together.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to listen
0: to it. You will. All right. I'll talk to you soon, my dear. Adios. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope you appreciated both of our stories. I know that getting pregnant and the actual pregnancy and everything in between is... Each of our own journeys, and we all kind of have our own. So I always find it very interesting listening to other people's, and I hope you did too. Um, I hope you follow us and keep listening, and wherever you listen to podcasts, listen there. Um, And also, we have this really fun thing going on right now for season one. I really was lucky where all my mom friends were so supportive on this. And as I've said before, this is all very personal to each person. So we came up with an idea that you can call or text in your own journey. So whether it be how you became pregnant, how you were trying, your pregnancy, or your birth story, whatever, at the end of the season, we will, I will, correction, I will put all of that together and we'll have one episode where it will be collectively us as a community and our story. So I hope you do that. Um, Here's our number, write it down, or you can find it on Instagram, make sure to follow us there too. Um, It's 310-853-2591. I look forward to hearing all of your journeys and all of your stories, and then we can all listen to it together. Thanks again, and I hope you guys all keep it real. Motherhood's freaking hard.